We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 125. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the... Wait, we're missing somebody. This is where you, you're supposed to have like a cricket sound effect. Oh, from your I mic. got it. Oh, you do have I it. Do. I, <laughs> I do. I didn't know you had one of those. <laughs> Yeah, Shara is well, not with us today. Yeah, it's just the boys today. Uh, I, I think G- Garen is the babysitter, I think, right? Basically. Uh, he's I mean, the most reliable of the siblings. Of the, of the kids, yeah. But he's, uh, he's not here. He's he in, went to spend some time with Grandma before the 4th. We're going to go pick him up on the 4th. In Miami. Yeah. So, yeah, well, so I guess Shara's at home holding down the fort. So, right. so who knows how this podcast is going to go. You, you never and me get to go tell. In. She usually, you know, holds down, you know, keeps us in line yeah. a little well, bit. Get, everybody that's uh, a, a steadfast podcast podcast listener get ready for some nerdy stuff well. going on <laughs> well this this episode is titled hot as a firecracker because i realized well two that's that title has two meanings number one uh this is july 1st happy july uh and in meteorological terms it means absolutely nothing um <laughs> you know june 1st is meteorological summer yeah but there's lots of stuff that happened in July in my in my life. Well, but I'm talking about meteorologically. Meteorologically, it just, it, it's just, it's be just a hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> hot and it was mud. supposed to be hot. And it was hot for parts of the area, but not so much us. Uh, no, not so much. My headphones are... Mine are, too. I just I lost the left ear. I, I did, too. Well, huh. well, that te- well, it's time to get a new box. Hopefully, we're I, recording I in think, stereo. Uh, no, actually, everything is mono. So yeah, hopefully, we're recording in mono. <laughs> we are recording in mono. Uh, no, but the but the second reason is uh, July fourth is this weekend. This is our, uh, like I said, the kind of July fourth podcast. But uh, it's the two hundred and forty fourth birthday of America. I don't know. How do I know that? How do you know that? Because I turned 44 this year, and I was born in 1976. Okay. The 200th anniversary. There's all kinds of... Evidently, I wasn't. I don't remember, but evidently there was all kinds of celebrations going on for the 200th... Ooh, I just there went we go. crazy okay. in my earphones. Okay, I went... We uh, there was a bunch of celebrations going on for the 200th anniversary or birthday of America, the year I was born. In fact, they made a special quarter and everything, added a little drummer on it and everything. Oh, wow. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, I was born 200 years later. So however old I am plus 200 years is how old America is. Awesome. See, I remember the bicentennial with the bicentennial quarter. Right. Right. I mean, I'm you know older than you. Like what we decided thirteen. Year, one year before Elvis died. Uh, yes. Oh, and my mother, she loves really? Elvis. Oh my gosh, love it. I mean, I think we even went. 
I think they went to Graceland. I mean, I think Karen and I, my my, my wife went and I went to Graceland a couple of times. I'm not, uh, I'm, you know, not a movie buff. We uh, drove by Graceland, but Shara, yeah. my wife, she's not a fan of the big cities and, you know, she didn't want to really. Well, she's a small town girl, though. She, well, you know, we're from the same town, but I'm all about going to, you know, New York City and Broadway and all that. Of course, you can't go to Broadway this year. No. They just canceled I, for the rest of 2020. I heard that. They're supposed to open in, in 2021, and who knows what the, the, the fate of Branson is going to be. I mean, You're we're right. open. I mean, I got to tell you that the, you should see the audience that, uh, you know, at the Hughes Brothers, they, it's a, I've said this before, it's a ticket person's nightmare because you've got sure. people like all, they're way spaced out. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so, a lot of people in town. I don't know if they're the showgirl crowd because the landing is packed. There's tons of people in this town. Yeah. And then, and then the other night there, <laughs> I was coming home. I, I had done an, an entire day of engineering for my friend Marilyn. Uh, I've gotten up way early. See, to me, getting up early is means seven thirty. I don't. That is very me. early. When did you get up at seven thirty? Oh gosh, when Marilyn has her. Well, she does. She does these workshops, but if they're on East Coast time, then it's way early here. Oh, I so, get it. But if she does it on West Coast time, then it's yeah. like it doesn't start till noon. You know? Well, Rando gets up before I do. I stay up I do. way late. Oh, yeah. You've already posted an hour before I get up. Yeah, I get up. I, I read about nine. Uh, first thing I do is I pop up my phone, see what Rando posted, and it says <laughs> one hour or two hours ago. I thought, man, he gets up wow, early. Wow, you do sleep late. Well, I stay up late. Sometimes I stay yeah. up till two or three in the morning. Well, see, that's like a Shoji thing. When yeah. I worked at Shoji's, I mean, I wouldn't even get home till after midnight. Right. Because we'd have to do bus duty, and the show was like two oh, and a half, you, three hours long. Oh, you abandoned bus duty? Oh, yeah. Oh, I well, used to do when bus show, duty. when Shoji's had like 35 or 40. Buses. Yeah, well, so his name is Yakov. Oh, Yakov had that many oh, buses yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. He, he he set like records when uh, he was before he had his new theater on two forty eight at the Grand Palace. He had okay. fifty to sixty. Wow, show. this is back when when Branson was really booming. And now you know Yakov has moved from his theater that he owns to the Strip this year. Have you oh, seen? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's at the Caravel this year. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, you know, places do move around because Les Brown and the, the but band not usually down. if you own your own theater. Yeah, that's kind of. But he's off strip, and now he's almost the only theater off strip now. Well, see, yeah, back that, in the day, true. you had one right next door, and now it's a hospital. Basically. Oh, that's right, because they tore uh, the Oak Ridge Boys Theater it down. It was Oak Ridge Boys in, the, in, the, in another yeah, lifetime. It was Glen Campbell yeah. and all that, you know. Well, you know, it's all the evolution it is. of a town, and we, especially a town we, like we, this. We grew really fast in the 90s, and... That's the thing. It's the 90s were the boom. And it's hard to sustain something like that with the huge theaters. Well, but see, the thing that really crashed Branson was 9-11. And because, because it was that trickle effect, because 9-11 happened, and then... Nobody wanted to travel, and Branson relies on bus tours, and so. But I'm gas- afraid that now we're not going to be saying 9/11 really crashed Branson. We're going to be saying, saying COVID-19. I, I know. I'm wondering about that. It's like it. I, I really don't want to get into a big long COVID-19. Anyway, but, how's the weather? Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, but but in all fairness, you know, the Fourth of July is is here, and it's hot. And well, that was the other part of the 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 opening. The two reasons that the podcast is named "Hot as a Firecracker." We had a big heat advisory today, but that didn't really do any. Well, it was thing. just the weirdest 
situation. It really was. And it's happened before in the past. I do remember this has happened in the past few years. I remember this scenario uh-huh. where you had a heat advisory and then you had a storm system coming down that didn't look so much like it was going to hit our area. And it just skirted Branson. It really did. We did get a little rain, and you got a little rain on the on the in, in the uh, weather station. Four hundreds. Was that all you got? Last I knew, I'll check it at weather school. But I last I knew it was four hundreds of it. But huh. Brad only got one one hundred, so I totally won. Wow. Yeah, in the Branson scene. But we well, did get some boomers. Did you hear the boomers? I did hear the boomers. Yeah, we had finally, some lightning within three like, or like four, four miles away. Well, it was so funny because you know everything looked like it was developing and going to the to the west uh, or east, east of us. Well, they got a lot more rain over there. Oh gosh, yes. Well, that's where the main thing was. Did you see how strong that? It looked like a bow that from West Plains on down into Arkansas. I was watching that. That's a big bow surge that was happening. I tell happening. you what, and I wasn't expecting that at all. Well, and right when it passed, the Branson area, boom, is like severe everywhere. And, and you started, nowhere was in marginal no, at all. They'd take it as like, yeah, okay, it stabilized the atmosphere. Wrong. <laughs> but what it did do was... It took our temperatures and plummeted down to seven. We were mostly at 72, de- 72 degrees all day long. Yeah, in the 70s, all day. We, I, we did raise later on in the day to the 80s, but I tell yeah. you what. I had an afternoon. This is Wednesday, and I have an afternoon show. And I was all prepared to have the heat index because the, uh, up there because the heat advisory was supposed to start at noon, which it did. For heat index values of 106 or higher, and I thought, this is going to be miserable. And I walked outside and went, dude, this is nice. This is nice out here. And it didn't change all I called my dad today. Okay. I was sitting on my back porch. He was in Miami, Oklahoma. Right. And uh, I was sitting on my back porch, and uh, uh, it was still kind of drizzling at the time. It's it's 72 degrees here. It was (laughs) 96.6. See, I just installed a weather station at his house. That's right, yeah. On Father's Day. It was Mm -hmm. his Father's Day present. And it's actually an upgraded version from ours. They don't sell ours anymore. No way. It's been discontinued. Of course. See, ours is the A version. He has the B version. So if ours ever breaks, we're going to have to go and buy a new version. It it has all kinds of... you can set it further from your house, and it broadcasts to your. Huh? It, 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 you can put it far away, farther away from your house. Oh, you don't have to put it on your roof. No, we didn't put his on his roof. We put it in a backyard, way far away, and oh, he has really? full signal on his. He's a good two hundred feet away. How in the world does that happen? It's a different technology, and it has also something that ours doesn't have. It has a coil. And you install it into the rain gauge. And what happens is that coil prevents anything, any debris from closing off that rain gauge. See, you can have leaves or whatever fall into your rain. See, you're not going to get that on your roof. But where his is, he could have leaves blow in or whatever. But that coil prevents the rain from from being measured correctly. Well, it's way away from trees, right? It oh, has yeah. to be. It's away from trees. Yeah. But 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 if, that's what that's for. You right. can have bugs or trees, you know, whatever, right. you know, any wow. kind of debris. How and cool. it prevents it prevents anything from blocking the rain gauge. See, and that would that's be cool like sitting out there just like and that'd right. be cool. Wow. And that's what we did. We found a pole. It's a good uh, seven foot pole and we just dug it into his 
because he has a metal roof. We had you remember oh. when we had in two thousand seven eight Springfield and even Miami had a huge ice storm. Yes, and they had roof damage from their trees. Uh-huh. So he put on a metal roof after that. Well, that Wi-Fi signal can't go it, from it can't from that's right. a weather station to his console that's yep. sitting on his next to his easy yeah, chair. Yeah, metal it won't go through metal. You cannot right. have a Wi-Fi signal, so we couldn't do the roof. So I put it in the backyard. Works just fine. And the upgrade, the upgrade can right. just go right to it's a different technology of transmitting the signal. Well, see, but yours is so. You know, right above your head. Mine's right there. I know you're probably <laughs> eventually gonna, you know, start getting wet when that thing starts leaking through your roof. Because I mean, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not. Please don't tell I'm me not that. A, I'm not a a, a, a a professional weather station installer. I mean, you haven't had any. I mean, we've almost had it up a year. What you know, in October, three or four more months, and it's been up a year, and you haven't been wet yet. So. You told me that it would. You did it just like the directions. Ah, uh, well, the directions I made up in my head. <laughs> I think, I think you're gonna be good. I think you're gonna be all well, right. Well, so far, I'm. Oh god! You know, I couldn't find the perfect. Now pole. you tell me. I'm now gonna, I'll tell you a story about your weather station oh, and gosh. how I mounted it. Right on the podcast. Okay. I couldn't find the perfect pole to mount that on that was tall enough. So do you know what that thing is up on your roof right now? I have no idea. <laughs> it's a metal shower rod that holds a shower curtain. Oh, okay. Just, just to elevate it up? Just to elevate it up. It's not a professional pole. That's actually, But it's a high-duty, high-grade aluminum oh, well, rod well good but it's long, actually well made to hold a shower curtain as long as it's aluminum <laughs> but it's the best one i could find at at home depot but it, it works it looks well, level so i need to go up and check and see if it's everything is still level and everything like that i need to check it out what well, i need yeah. to do is ground it <laughs> which we never have done <laughs> So you what you're saying is an electrical and, storm could have come I don't know, and fried my I house. I don't know what your what <laughs> insurance you have on this house for for I don't have any insurance. You know weather <laughs> related catastrophe fires and lightning and everything, but you know this is a stormed our weather center. You know media center. You think you, you need realize. To have some- my texture is going to explode with my mother <laughs> saying, you get that. No, but the, I mean, there you is know a that. way to ground those things to where you can run. Well, yeah, you if just it were a wire. Because yeah, oh, yeah. It, you, that thing is good six feet up above mm-hmm. your house. I mean, that's like a lightning rod, basically. Well, right? great. I'm glad you told me that. Yes. So we could run our wire down to the ground to where... Mm-hmm. Well, when you get I, I struck have by lightning. I don't. You, that thing is right above your bed, basically. Oh, so it'll fry me, and I won't even know. Yeah, it. I oh, mean, well, you'll go it. peacefully. I think right? we need to move on. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of that, there's uh, more complexes developing overnight. <laughs> it's going to move into Southwest Missouri. Yeah, I got to say though, the SP. I checked the the storm prediction center, which we always do. We're in a marginal risk. Now, we're recording this Wednesday evening. Uh, it's about 9 o'clock. Uh, they put us in a marginal risk for overnight. Now, why'd they do that? Well, they keep saying that there's going to be another complex. Remember this morning we had that complex? They're saying I another complex. I thought it was going to be an early morning type thing. Right. Right. Coming overnight. Which is weird because, you know, they put out another 
Outlook about 1 a.m. Right. It's, it's like the day three. Yeah. So you think that it would... Oh, it's day one. They, they do... The, oh, it's... Well, no, that that's firework. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my neighborhood goes world nuts. What was that? Well, yeah, my neighborhood goes nuts. So, of course, we're recording the podcast. So maybe you guys can hear <laughs> the fireworks. I heard bro. it in my head, headset. Oh, this guy right down here, which is just down the street, he, he did, gets these $5,000 things. Anyway, wow. go on. Yes. What was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> it kind of scared us. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they update the day one at one a.m. Yeah, yeah. For 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 the but but it's for the next day, right? We're not going to hit anything until one a.m. to hear for sure. So that's it's going to be tomorrow. That's why I thought it was so morning. weird. Why are they doing the day two? Well, the day one. But now. that one came on at eight eight p.m. Right, and they say there's nothing that's going to hit tonight. There's there's on this day. Nah, and I'm checking. I'm checking radar right now. Uh, there, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I'm. I'll be curious if y'all can hear that. But yeah, they're getting crazy. There is absolutely nothing. Well, there's the bats around. You uh, see Buffalo. the bats around. There's always bats around Buffalo. There is bats around Buffalo, and of course the Wichita and the Frederick, Oklahoma radars are down. Of course, so we have to go to uh, Dodge I City. Mean, are there caves around Buffalo? I mean, I, there has to be because oh, yeah. Missouri is a cave state. But oh yeah. You think you would see more of that around here because there's tons of caves around here, but Buffalo on radar, you see bats heading out about nine o'clock every night. Yeah, it's about sunset. So they'll, yeah, it's about nine right now. There's like a little thing on there. But there has to be thousands of bats to show up on radar. Oh, gosh, yes. Yes, they have to do that. But there are no show caves in Buffalo. So there must be, there must be some underground caves that are off the grid. Up there, yeah, I don't know. I love Buffalo. I mean, well, you're a cave guy. You like to go and oh, do yeah. things. You like Definitely. to go cave and and uh, oh, uh, I'm kind of di- divert just a little bit. Um, did you post something on your Facebook page? You were out on Lake Tanicamo today. I was and yesterday because we got us a new kayak. Kayak, you're into kayaks. I tell you what, you bought kayaks. We've been out on the lake, out in the uh, you know. Tanicoma is a cold lake. <laughs> oh, it is. It's cold, yeah. I accidentally put my foot in, <laughs> launching us yesterday, and I put the foot in the kayak and made us all wet because all the water drained out of my shoe and into the kayak. So we of were course. sitting in water the entire time. <laughs> but it was cool. I mean, you'll go numb after a while in Tanicomo if you stick your oh, foot yeah. or your hand in there. Well, the average is like 45 degrees, isn't oh, that's it? That's 55. 55, okay. But that's still cold for, you know. For water, when, yeah. But this time, it, you know, Tanicomo's, you know, averaging 80 degrees. Or not Tanicomo, but t- Table Rock. Yeah. Table Rock is yeah. yeah, Yeah, but what goes in Tanicomo is at the bottom of the it's lake. At the bottom where the light doesn't really penetrate. And it's cold. It's I'm sure it warms cold. up by the time it gets to Forsyth. Well, I'm sure. It's still cold. I mean, it's still you cold. still have the habitat to support trout for the entire lake. Right. And that uh, trout is a cold water fish. And that's an eco thing. Right. And we're going to go, st- we're going to start trout fishing. We got a fishing kayak that actually has the holders for fishing rods. Oh, and we're, how cool. We're gonna You're going to vi- do it. What, what we're going to do is I haven't been trout fishing in years, but I know that the taste and what the trout are craving or biting on changes Week by yeah. week, so oh, yeah. I'm gonna go visit with our friend Lamar uh-huh. Patton at Scotty's Trot Dock, which is where yep. we put in every time. Yep, yep. I'm gonna go, Lamar. What are we biting with? What's what's what, what, what what, what's catching? a trout wanting today? What are we catching on uh, trout on today? And he knows, he knows. Well, every, yeah, that's his that's his job. That's his life. <laughs> he owns. 
Lamar is Scotty because Scotty is a previous owner, so they just kept the name Scotty Shot Doc. So we've got to have Lamar we on do. the show. We do. So since you're going to go down there and you're going to talk to him I all the time, to. tell him it's like we're going to record the podcast. What I would like to do is what? take our podcast on the road and actually do it at Scotty's Shot Doc. Wouldn't that be fun? Take your laptop and a couple mics and My interfaces fun. and yeah well, well actually, we, we could do it we actually we don't have i've to got take, those portable we don't have to interfaces. Take everything but there's a way we could uh, we, we could you know, a, we'll figure that out we could do a, a mobile podcast yeah. but, every now and but then. the thing is you do not want to be on the water if you're gonna we're gonna have these you know potential thing do you remember a couple uh, was it a month or so ago where we had every morning we would have these complexes move in from Kansas and go through, and a couple of them were labeled as derechos. Yeah, there That's, are. Well, there's a lot of derechos type storms at that time from that went. One of them went all the way to Nashville and caused some death. Right, it was the same one that flew but through But it's here. that pattern. It would develop overnight and come in. Right, kind of what's going on again. I wonder why that's occurring. It's straight. I mean, I know we're between systems. There's a there's a negative trough. Which means it's kind of tilted more to the west, and th- there's just a bunch of things going on. But we had it last last night. That's the reason we had all this uh, stuff this morning, uh, and then eventually into severe weather when it got past us. But then they're saying again it's going to happen overnight. So we're kind of in this northwest kind of trajectory, which is and it's weird. always it seems like it's always a everyday occurrence for a while. For a while, I know it's like a pattern, like it, every morning. I wish that it would happen in the afternoon. Well, yeah, because once it passes, I'm more passes with it us, in the afternoon. I'm more, I'm more awake and can. Well, well that's because you get up late. Well, I, see, yeah. I, I actually get up early. I get up at night. See, I'm more the nighttime <laughs> storm guy because I stay up and which is great. But we haven't had that many night. We have not had that many overnight storms this year we like haven't. we have in the past. We haven't we had a couple times, but no, in the past, it what was it a year or two ago? It was like every single night. Yeah, every night a storm. It's there like, would be come a point on. where I'm posting uh, all night long. I say, Randy, go to bed. You're old. And I know. I get, yeah, but I Thank stay God, up yeah. and I post, <laughs> and I at, at, there's a point in time like at three or four in the morning i say hey everybody i know you're awake because we still have lots of followers that follow through the night when we have storms because they don't they they don't they don't they don't they don't so much watch the media they watch us i know which is wild so i say go to bed it's time to go to bed and And they're like thank you thank you i can finally go to bed because the response them that you ease. have, that's weird. Because when you post it two o'clock in the morning, you get tons of responses. I'm telling you, it's but, crazy. But if, if another media source in Springville would or post the same thing, they wouldn't get near the response mm-hmm. in the middle of the night that we would. Well, that's I'm what not we, tooting our own horn, but that's just how it no, is. No, but say what we do, we 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 are localized for this area, right? I mean, if something's in Springfield, we may cover it, but we are looking out for the people in Taney County. Oh, That's where uh, most of our followers are. Ozark, Stone, you, you, right around our area. And uh, and I really, really, really like that. So we're just going to have to watch those marginal things t- tomorrow morning. We'll see. And I wonder if they're going to issue another heat advisory. I haven't seen any chatter well, about it. Have you? I, no, but I mean, they're probably kind of hesitant about it if what happened today could happen tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're... My guess is they're probably going to hold off, wait and see how this thing is going to happen. Because when you get heat indices like Miami was 
at one point 110 113 113 on our weather station in Miami. Oh, see that is heat, definitely for a heat index. They were at 96.6 for a temperature for air temp, right? Now, yesterday I saw I texted you I said, "Okay, cuz I get alerts on my phone as mm-hmm. soon as the National Weather Service issues." And I said, "Okay, Tulsa's pulling the trigger yeah, on I a heat that advisory." Was wild. Yeah. I thought, "Hmm." I wonder if Springfield's going to do the same about 3 o'clock. And sure enough, they did. It's about 3 when they do it. Yeah, 2.30 or 3. But I didn't know if if they would, but they did. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't have. But they didn't know. that. Well, true. And, it, and if, the, if the model projection, if it had gone further east, we right. wouldn't have got this. So, I mean, it would have been correct. So it was they were kind just, of guessing. It was just a, a few miles that... Yeah. Joplin didn't never get dropped out of the heat. Oh, they advisor. got nothing. Yeah, they were still there. They, they were, were still up there. But I like mean, Mount Vernon and and Monette, you know that Lawrence County, they were they were they got dropped. And I was in a show, and Facebook was messing up today too. And I yeah. I was in a show, and you were I trying posted to do- something today about well, this is probably going to clear out, and the sun's going to come out, and it. Either it didn't post or it disappeared or something, and I've never seen it since. Yeah, Pages was weird. I mean, and, Facebook and was working. Something but was pages. saying that you're, we weren't getting any internet signal or something. I know. Yours? I have total total signal, and I kept loading up pay, uh, Facebook pages, our Facebook page, on my laptop, and it said, "There's no internet signal." It's like, no, I have internet <laughs> signal. Everything else is working. You're not working. Well, it it eventually resolved. And well, I was I've able noticed to post. Facebook has been a little off the whole week, not only on pages but on our pro personal profiles as well. Even our personal page, yeah, stormdarweather.com? Well, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, on, oh, on my our, personal Facebook page. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I never go to mine. If anybody <laughs> wants to friend me, I will probably never see it. The only reason I have a personal Facebook page is so I can have Stormdar Weather because that's the one I'm on all right. the time. Well, it looks like we're gonna this week. I mean, we're gonna we've kind of talked about the Fourth of July. I mean, it, we're in this pattern that we're we're gonna have just right at or above. The the average temp- the average temperature uh, I checked for Springfield. Okay, now you can add a degree or two to this, but the average high for Springfield today is eighty seven. So let's just say eighty eight for Branson, uh, right? Because we don't have enough records to do that. Uh, then uh, tomorrow through the tenth, the average high is eighty eight. And then from the 11th through the 24th, the average high is 89. So once we hit August, we're going to – right before But that's August, about as high. I mean, it doesn't go much higher than that. No. No, nine, 90 average high. The 90 is, is pretty much it. So, you know, the forecast for Branson for the next basically seven days is going to be right at 90. It may be 91, maybe 89, you know, just either side of that. And the lows around 70. We've got upper 60s around 70. But, again, we're going to have that – Afternoon chance. There's so much energy down here that, that, that we're going to have these afternoon chances of poppers. Now, this doesn't account for the complexes that are going to develop and move in overnight. We're just saying the afternoon type poppers. And I looked at the NAM. Now, I got to tell you, Corey, the NAM says something big is coming in around 9Z. Okay, that would be 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yeah. I don't know, I, but none of the other short terms. I mean, the the wharf wasn't doing that. Uh, the I mean, the HRR her wasn't doing that. The wharf, uh, AWR. Ah, there's so many wharf branches. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, said something was coming in around seven Z 
which is 2 o'clock. And I'm thinking, eh. So I don't know. Maybe the Storm Prediction Center knows something I don't because I – are you well, seeing let something? Let me tell you this. Okay. Are you seeing something different? Our what? website. All right. Is tied into the same database as the National Weather Service, the National Digital Forecast Database. Okay, I'm going to call it up now too. And it's also, it also has professional meteorologists that oversee uh, or or take that data and put common sense to it. They analyze bit. it. They okay. analyze. All right. Okay. And for tomorrow, they have a 25% chance. For okay, Branson. I'm seeing that. But a high of 93. That's hot. I got 95. I hit refreshes now. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm not on. I'm on the extended forecast. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I'm just in the next 24 hours. Okay. Oh, I see. What? Well, what? Hmm. Well, the meteorologist needs to make sense of, <laughs> of how that's going to work. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I got, they they say the precip expected is zero point zero seven, which isn't a whole lot. No. It's basically the same thing that happened. Today. Yeah, which is like popper kind of popper right. territory. Tomorrow night, they, it goes up to forty percent chance with a a tenth of an inch possible. And f- yeah, fr- wait, what is? Oh, it's Thursday. Right. Tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday, right. And then Friday's then Friday, 40. 40% chance with, with 0. 0.6. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we can deduce from this. It does say zero, uh, 0. 0.0 inches of snow. So we know oh, that's thank probably gosh, pretty we're not, accurate. Okay. Oh, okay. We know that's accurate. No. But, you know, i got to tell you, the forecast really has been kind of busty. And right. I posted that lately. I mean, just... All, all this stuff going on, and I mean, it's not only the you know the bust on the heat advisory, but it's the bust on we're not going to get anything. And the other day we had a seventy percent chance of showers and thunderstorms. Seventy. Okay, you can pretty much bank on that. If I see a seventy percent chance of stuff, okay, you, you know, plan on you're going to get some water, sky water. And out I of have it. a problem with that because I don't feel like the computer should put us at seventy percent chance on. Basically, what is a popper situation? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Because there are so many variables in that. That's why we need an actual... And I, I know it's a computer generated, but we, well, we back need in a, the day, a meteorologist. You didn't have those computers back in the day. Yeah. I don't know. We we just need a meteorologist out there. and But, I mean, and Mother Nature is playing tricks with this. So That's and, true. And, and it's making it a nightmare for us because in three to six hours... We're telling people what we're seeing, and then it all changes. So, the, you know what? The only agency that I've seen that's been really consistent is the Storm Prediction Center. Well, they were consistent today with the, the marginal. Very consistent. I mean, almost to the square to the mile uh, to of, the hour, yes. of where the severe storms originated with their, with their uh, marginal... They're contours, yeah. Yeah, I mean, every, uh, yeah, I saw that. And as soon as, as soon as the storm passed with the next update, bam, they put them put us out. I, I so I'm just going to look at them, which why I'm kind of raising my eyebrows when they're going marginal well, tonight. Well, was in the general area, but Eastern Taney County in the corner, the southeastern 
area of Taney County was in the marginal. And that's exactly where exactly yeah, the yeah. severe thunderstorm warning was issued. Yeah, and then when you said, I, I was saying something silly, and then you said, yeah, that's about as useless as the... Right. As the, and I went, what? And I looked, and it's like, holy cow, now uh, this whole line has started exploding. And then it started going <laughs> severe everywhere, everywhere, down south and east of us. And then uh, Little Rock got involved, and it yeah. just went to... It was just, it was just nuts. So we're, we're just going to watch this tomorrow. I mean, the trajectory is a little bit different than it was today. I mean, today was Kansas City coming down through central Missouri, and then it kind of took a southward turn. This is coming out of southeast Kansas, so the, the Storm Prediction Center is kind of saying stuff, but we'll see. Well, let's, we're, we're in marginal for let, tonight Let's talk tomorrow. about the tropics, because no. in the Atlantic, there's nothing going on. You know, they, they they mentioned a couple a couple of, you know four or five days ago where there was a couple areas they were watching that didn't really pan out so much. Yeah, well, it was there was yellow squares, right? Or yellow X's, which doesn't yeah, mean much. Yeah, there were low areas. Yeah, just little areas. It one kind of petered out. Interest, yeah, interest, but you know, but they 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 got all that dust. You know. Yeah, you know, is that still going? A little bit. We had that first big cloud that they the say is plume. the godzilla cloud oh, yeah the godzilla cloud right that is the biggest <laughs> plume they've seen in 50 to 60 years yeah which you know great now i will i'm gonna say this okay and you didn't see this but i did see this <laughs> do i need to edit you went this to springfield yesterday i did yes i did not okay you were here we got a rain shower for 20 minutes while you were in Springfield. Okay. Before that rain shower, my car was clean. After that rain shower, I have dust and dirt all really? over my car. And I have a black car, so I can see it very right. easy. And I'm not the only one. My neighbors also have it. So we got like a little mud rain type well, thing. Yeah. That's, that's my take. Mud that's rain. my take. Well, I asked you, did you get rain on your car? But then I remembered that you weren't here. You were in Springfield. Yeah, I was in Springfield, right. And it wasn't that big of an area of rain, so not everybody saw it. Right. So I that has to be what it is. I mean, it happens a lot. You get you get mud rain. I mean, it happens when there's well, dust. Well, especially in the if air. there's a really big drought going on suddenly. Right. I mean, that's because there's dust everywhere. But this one But 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 that initial cloud that came through over the weekend, but there were there were still, you know, plumes behind it. And there's oh, yeah. still more coming up from the Gulf of Mexico and you're gonna create Caribbean, but it's not like Godzilla. It's but, no, I mean, and this happens every year. Yeah, yeah. This we isn't something about new, that. but it hit every news agency and Facebook, and social media. It was, <laughs> it was freaking the out. talk of the town. <laughs> that freaking this out. is deadly, and people are going to die. And it's not deadly. This is worse than COVID, and it's going to hurt not. COVID. That dust was so high up that it wasn't going <laughs> to affect us that much. Which we didn't think it really not. We didn't think it now was. some areas down south and even Tulsa, you know, Oklahoma, they, they they issued an unhealthy air advisory. Oh, they did. Yes, for Tulsa even. Wow, and, that's interesting. And, 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 you know, basic once it got up here, it looked like haze, and then the same in Tulsa. Yeah, it was hazy. But that was part of it. It was like a smog, but it was caused by that dust. But the sunsets. Yeah, you it was a great. Of pictures. We've been seeing pictures. But that not was everybody great. saw that. Not everybody saw that. Right. I had some clouds that aided in that, uh-huh. that were just moving right in front of the sun as I was shooting that. I told my wife I was going to go walk over there, and I was going to take some pictures and see what I get. Uh-huh. And my phone was almost dead. 
Uh, well, my phone's all dead, so I'm going to take my expensive camera. It's not even my camera. It's my son's. And uh, I took it, and it has a nice zoom lens, so I could zoom into specific parts. So even though the entire sky didn't look like what I took, I can zoom in, and and that's what I saw. Oh, okay, right. And it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Man, I got like. 1200 shares or likes on the you on got different on different groups like the love my ozarks group which is a huge group in missouri oh wow it got like 1200 likes and shares on that and and so we got like four or five hundred on our page uh-huh which we have n- nothing compared to the you know, reach as that group does it's huge yeah yeah hundred thousand people wow. but uh it got a lot of exposure it was pretty it was gorgeous. And you said it was kind of a yellow, and then in five minutes it turned red well, or something? Uh, it was like really quick or something like I'll that. I'll tell you what. I forgot about the sunset that night. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Brad texted me. Brad Case. Uh-huh. And he texted me shots of the sun. I go, I can actually look oh, at the sun. Yeah. And it was different. You know, pinkish, pinkish, pinkish. But, but it was before the sunset. It was when the sun was... Above the horizon. I think he texted me too. I might have been in a show or something. But and I and I knew what time the sun was set at like eight thirty or eight thirty six or something like that. And I go, well, I gotta wait till that sun sets. And most people don't know to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta wait till it actually. I waited twenty minutes. It was nine o'clock before I got those pictures. Oh wow! Because it was way down, and the the colors changed on minute by minute. The further down that sun got until the pink was all that was left, and then it just faded out. Well, like you said, the dust is way up in the air, yeah, yeah. so when the sun goes down, it's going to start refracting Right. Most people that. were just noticing the sun was filtered uh-huh. in a different color. Well, and that's hazy, not yeah. what you want to see. You want to wait for that sun to dip below the horizon, yes. and you get that color. And that's exactly what I did, because most people were that took pictures that night were done taking pictures by the time 20 minutes after that sun set. Yeah, that's when yeah. you get the color. Yeah, and see, that's the thing too is we're gonna. I remember every Fourth of July, like when they they uh, shoot off the fireworks. When I come home, I I shoot off fountains. I don't like the loud ones, but uh, you know, shout out to all the dogs that are, you know, don't like the fireworks. Uh, I'll do the fountains. I'll I'll contribute. But I've read so many Facebook posts about dogs and fireworks this oh, week. Oh no! Oh, I bet. <laughs> but but all that sulfur and all this the smoke goes up in the air. And then right. If we have a full moon, which we need to check that. I don't know if we have a full moon or not. But it the moon it just looks like this weird color because all the sulfur and smoke. Well, from the you know fireworks. you you texted me about. Did, did you see the moon tonight? I go. No, I didn't. Oh yeah, the other night I walked out there, and it was a little filtered. You could tell it It was was hazy. Yeah, it was hazy and filtered, and a little off, Uh or something off about it. Kind of pinkish red. That's what it was. It was that dust. It's that yeah, the Sahara Saharan dust. That was before it was actually. It was like a day or two before it was supposed to really hit here. It was still in the atmosphere. Yeah, well, it's way up in the atmosphere. Yeah, Yeah, it's just going to kind of go. And I know if we would have had a full moon or a super moon, you would have really noticed a difference. Oh, a super moon. We've had like, what, 40 or 50 of those. Oh, it seems like. (laughs) (laughs) Since Facebook started, we've had about a million of them. About a million of them. I know. It's always a super moon. (laughs) Well, we, uh, I mean, we're going to, we retired the uh, pollen. 
forecast because it just got kind of boring or whatever. So, uh, so spring's over. We're in summer now. Yeah, we're, I guess we're officially because I don't know in my house because my kids have been off school since spring. Well, we had so a heat advisory, so that's kind it's of it's all a... <laughs> mixed into me. It's like I know we were sneezing at some point, and now we're sweating. Well, I know I'm still taking my my Claritin because it's I, I start coughing and sneezing. Well, I'm expecting that ragweed to hit. Soon. Oh, that's the end of August. It, it's though. coming. Well, you know we have it's been breezy the past few days. So what's gonna ha- what's happening is if we get a northwest wind, then we're gonna get all this air from like Kansas and maybe Nebraska coming in, which is what these uh, complexes are are doing. They're bringing in, but then we get a south and southwest wind. Then we're gonna get Oklahoma and, and Arkansas air coming up. So I mean, right in Missouri, we're just hosed, man. We're gonna we're gonna have that all the time. Yeah. But we did talk about last week to check the El Nino. I said I was gonna check the El Nino, and I did. Uh, we are in neutral or Lanada, and they say there's a 60% chance, which is better than half. This this will continue throughout the entire summer, and then there's a 40 to 50% chance it will continue through the fall and winter of you next know, year. So it's just, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, it's not going to change. I'm kind of looking to see... You know, spring or next why. summer and seeing what happens then. Yeah, I, I think spring is the next time we're going to have to really notice something. Yeah, and it may not even change then. It may, yeah, I mean, it's kind of odd that we're kind of in this but, let me say, Lanata, yeah. but But, okay. That could be a good thing. Meaning? We'll get snow? That's exactly what I'm thinking. Ooh. Wait a minute. Wait well, a minute. you know what I'm saying, right? Ooh. Oh. Yeah, we could get snow. At least we have an equal chance. That's right? true. Yeah, I think we have a better chance if we're Whatever El Nino. Whatever we had in the past, forever. Well, because well, La Nina, we say that, but we haven't had any. I because it gets, keeps getting screwed up because La Nina makes a warmer northwest and then it dips down and we have a much warmer, which we've had warmer winters for the past what ten years. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. <laughs> we're gonna have snow. There are ten-year-olds, seven to ten-year-olds. Who do not remember snow in their entire snow. life? They see it on TV. My kid, <laughs> my six-year-old daughter, had snow and she went sledding when she was one year old. She does not remember that. Mm-hmm. I have video. She does not remember that. That was the last snow that she could go sledding. That's in. 2013, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, 2013, 20... 2014. There was a big snow in 2013, the year she was born. Okay, there was I remember a that. Smaller, you know, four inch or so yeah. in 2014. We didn't get any snow last time, yeah. But she doesn't remember it. She's six years old. She's very smart and can remember things. She does not know what a good snow <laughs> a good looks snow. like. <laughs> You're going to have to take her to you my, know, North... my eighth grader, who will be 13. This month in ten days, Karen's going to be thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, I thought July he was 13. like a ten or eleven. Oh my goodness! He'll be in eighth grade this year. Mm-hmm. You know he remembers the snow, but it's a very distant memory for him. Right now, this is normal throughout this entire area. These kids do not know. They don't know. I know what a knee deep snow is. <laughs> I'm telling you, we do, but they don't. Wow, it, it's a phenomenon. I can't. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre how that works. I just, it's hard for me to comprehend and it's hard for me to express what I feel could be causing this because I don't want to be political or anything like that, but something's causing it. Yeah. 
No, we could be in a weird cycle. I always say climate change because the climate does change. We could be in a weird cycle right now. Right, but this is getting a little ridiculous because every year we get we get posts on our Facebook page. And I want snow. I want snow. And I do yeah, too. Just, yeah, you want snow because we haven't had it for yeah. six years. And I just like I've always said, people can always mark me on this. I want one good snow that's well, going to last for a few days. What snow did we and get last year? We didn't get nothing. Trace, maybe we didn't get an inch at all. We didn't get it we throughout the entire it. season. I mean, it snowed, duh, but it just melted. No. <laughs> It, well, I mean, it, it accumulate. It, it dusted. <laughs> yeah, it would dust, but it's not going to We didn't anything. get anything. Now, at least we'll have an equal chance, is what I'm saying. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, it will every, snow. And it will snow a lot. Somewhere. It will snow. <laughs> it will snow two feet somewhere in the Ozarks in the next 20 years. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just odds. But my though. gosh, we're going to be so old by 20 years. We'll still be doing this podcast, oh, though. I hope so. But I'm telling you, it could be <laughs> next year, or it could be five years, or it could be ten years. We will get a snow, and it will cripple our way of life because it's been so long since we've had a snow. Well, everything else is crippling our way of life, so why this not bring true. a we big snow? We ought to be snow. used to it by now, right? Well, no, no. Just bring a snow on, you know, anything Absolutely. else. Is gonna, oh, gosh, Absolutely. No. You know, snow could cause <laughs> us to social distance even more, right? <laughs> no, it's called it's called locked in your house. You can't exactly. go anywhere. Exactly. Well, we keep talking about all this snow and stuff, but uh, we since we had our heat advisory today, and even though it got canceled, did you see Tulsa had an excessive heat warning? Excessive heat warning. That's that's in know, the hundred and that's, that's way up there. I know uh, that's I miserable. Know. Well, Miami was miserable under their heat advisory, so I'm not going out. And that was just two hours from here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and a grave difference in temperature. We were seventies <laughs> versus nineties. We were crazy. In early springtime temperatures. So you know, yeah. Well, but I thought since we are having this heat now, we need to bring back the heat weather school. Talks about heat and, uh, you know, if what to look out for. You don't want to get heat stroke. You don't want to get heat exhaustion. What to do if you get, you know, what makes heat dangerous for you. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather. Ah, it's summertime. The sun is shining and it's really hot outside, but the backyard needs to be mowed. The only time to do it is around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Is this a good idea? Honey, what are you doing? It's hot outside. Well, I gotta mow the lawn, dear. We all like to go outside and soak up some sun, but sometimes the hot weather conditions can affect our health. We talk a lot about thunderstorms and snow, but heat is something many of us don't consider to be a problem. I hear people say, it's summer, it's hot, deal with it. But problems can arise when high humidity is combined with hot air temperatures. We've all heard of the heat index, but what is it? Well, the heat index is a measure of how hot it really feels when the air temperature and humidity are combined. This combination can make it hard to breathe, and it hinders the body to be able to cool itself efficiently. When it's hot, 
Our bodies try to regulate our internal temperature by sweating. On low humidity days, this process works well as the sweat evaporates into the air. This evaporation process essentially cools the skin. Think of those times when you've just gotten out of the pool and it feels really cold for a second. That cold you're feeling is the water, or sweat, evaporating. Once the liquid evaporates, then your perception of the surrounding air returns to a normal state. In high humidity environments, your sweat won't evaporate as fast or at all. It is then that your body will not be able to regulate its internal temperature. You'll then start to overheat and start feeling the effects of it. When we talk about heat advisories and excessive heat warnings, then this means a prolonged period of hot and humid conditions can take a toll on our body. If you do not live in an air-conditioned environment, then you will be susceptible to heat-related illnesses. The very young and the elderly are most at risk. So, what's the difference between a heat advisory and an excessive heat warning? In general, a heat advisory is issued when the maximum heat index temperature is expected to be 100 degrees or higher for at least two days, and the nighttime air temperature will not drop below 75. An excessive heat warning is defined as the heat index of at least 105 degrees for more than three hours per day for two consecutive days, or the heat index is expected to be more than 115 degrees for any period of time. Let's talk about what happens when you get overheated. You can come under the effects of heat exhaustion. There are two types of heat exhaustion. One, water depletion, in which the symptoms include excessive thirst, weakness, headache, and loss of consciousness. And second, salt depletion, in which symptoms include nausea, vomiting, muscle cramps, and dizziness. Heat exhaustion isn't as serious as heat stroke, although heat exhaustion can progress into heat stroke. Heat stroke is a medical emergency. Some symptoms include a throbbing headache, dizziness and lightheadedness, unconsciousness, your sweating stops, you've got red, hot, and dry skin, a rapid heartbeat, confusion, or sometimes seizures. The best thing to do for someone experiencing heat exhaustion is to immediately take them to a cool place. An air-conditioned building is the best, or at least a shady place. Give them liquids like water or sports drinks and put towels soaked in cool water on their skin. Make sure their clothes are loose or remove any unnecessary clothing. If the person does not feel better within an hour after using these techniques, then seek medical attention. For heat stroke, the treatment is immediate cooling of the body. Again, this is a medical emergency and the person should be taken to the hospital. There, they can achieve rapid cooling by immersing the person in a bath of cold or ice water, which will quickly lower the body temperature. Some doctors prefer to use an evaporation technique instead of immersion, and another way is to wrap the person in a special cooling blanket. 
The National Weather Service is really good about calculating the threat risk for heat-related weather conditions. So if you happen to get under a heat advisory or an excessive heat warning, then pay attention. Hydrate. Don't do strenuous activities outdoors and stay cool. Keep these things in mind if you're going to work or play outside in the middle of summer. And don't forget to use sunscreen. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. It's hot. Well, it's it's kind of hot. It's it's July. We're in, we're in July. Parts of the area were very hot today. Yeah, and I, I, I got to tell you, during the... Um, Weather school, Corey and I were looking at. Now we're recording this, like I said, on Wednesday evening, and we looked at the new area forecast discussion. And looks like the National Weather Service in Springfield is going to keep the heat advisory for Thursday for the Joplin, you know, Southeast Kansas Nevada, area, and Kansas. yeah, but not not for us. So it doesn't look like that's going to happen. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I will say that they. I mean, we just read it. Um, I don't want to get too into it because by the time people listen to this podcast, it's going to be gone. But but they have a special uh, discussion, mesoscale discussion. The Springfield office does uh, said about five to six thousand mu cape, which is most unstable convective available potential energy. And what that means is in geek talk. It's very unstable out there. And so any showers or thunderstorms that develop, which they said the HER, the HRR model, uh, HRRR, uh, high res rapid refresh, the NAM, and uh, what was that other one? The WARF? I don't know. There were three of them. Uh, All started now with this latest... Uh, runs was starting to say, yeah, there's something going to develop. Move, so it could be a bumpy night. So go- I'm glad you're going to be awake because I'm not. I well, I can't <laughs> promise you anything, but yeah, things are starting to pique my interest a little bit. You mean with this all this new stuff with all this on? new information coming in from these different? Uh, yeah, models. I mean, so and again, like we said in in the A block, it's like the Storm Prediction Center has really pretty much been nailing this thing. They have, and they've had put us in a marginal risk and blah blah blah. So anyway, we're gonna watch that. But since this is a podcast, and you, it all could be, it could be great information. It could be a bust. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, this morning was weird, but I think it's time for in other news. So uh, I got something which I thought was really, really interesting. Uh, there was an article, I can't remember where the article was, but uh, they were saying that the penguins, the penguins in the Arctic are actually faring better with less ice, which is weird because we've been saying, you know, all the, uh, you know, the ice is starting to melt and all these glaciers are starting to melt. I mean, yeah. there's still ice, but they're saying that the, the penguins are actually healthier because, number one, they can swim. They're swimming they a like lot to more. They swim. They're, They're swimming swimmers. a lot more because there's less ice. And number two, they don't have to hunt for food. Yeah. They're not having to break up the ice to go and try to find food. They can. They have all this this melting of the ice, and they're swimming more, so they're getting a lot of exercise, and they can find food a lot easier. So, actually, the penguins are faring a little bit better. You know, than, I watch penguin movies with my kids, like. Happy Feet. I don't know if you've ever seen, oh, yeah. heard or seen that. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they dance to all kinds of different 
cool music. But, yeah. But they swim a lot in that movie. And I can see where the less ice would help them, but they were, you know, they've adapted to the ice. They The ice has been there for years and years and years. Oh, God, centuries, yes. You yeah. know, <laughs> but due to situations and climate change. Climate change, right. You know, that thing is changing. So I don't see, I can't see a situation where less ice would be bad for a penguin. Right. Or I any mean, other living yeah. you know, and organism. I, I mean, I think it, I, I will look at this afterwards, but if you're listening to this, you might want to Google, you know, penguins, uh, healthier, less ice or something. I, I forget where that I've was. I've been but, to the Tulsa Zoo and those penguins look perfectly happy and they don't have they don't have a any lot of yeah. ice down in Tulsa. But, but once they once the article explained, it's like, you know, when 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 everything is completely frozen over, they have to scavenge for food. they have to work harder they have to work harder they have to get it you know and they're trying to get their food well now they can just swim and since they're swimming swimming right. is all good for you and makes you healthier and that's what we should all do so anyway i thought that was interesting well from what i can tell swimming also helps them escape predators <gasps> that's right i never thought of that so yeah they start yeah, getting chased they absolutely. Just bam, right in the water and right. they're going interesting yeah, so that's cool and there's lots of different there's lots of different species or types of penguins. Have you noticed that? They're oh, short, yes. short and fat and tall and skinny and I don't Tuxedo know the names. I'm not I'm not I'm not a penguin <laughs> expert. <laughs> I don't know, that's something maybe our listeners will know. I remember <laughs> I remember when my boss, Yakov Smirnov, uh sent me pictures of a ping penguins, a bunch of penguins. Oh, and yeah? he was in South America, the very, very tip of South America. Oh, how cool. And that's close to Antarctica. The yeah, very, very you're tip. getting down there, but right? But you could still see penguins. Hmm. But, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Penguins are just cute all yeah. together. Yeah. All right, so you got something over there? Uh, well, they had a lot of rain. And have you seen uh, the rain reports in Mississippi? They got eight inches of rain this morning. I did not. Eight inches. That's a lot. And one morning. And you're not so, talking tropical. No, 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 no. Oh, no. wow. They had uh, cars underwater and water rescues going on. Oh, my gosh. No, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. It was uh, pretty crazy. And I say that to say this. I'm going to bring this up on my phone so I know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about here. Uh, misleading our listeners, yes. <laughs> I, I only give the best information, right. the most reliable information. <laughs> and according to FEMA, you know, the Federal Emergency Management Association, right? there are now, as of this came out a couple days ago, well, June 29th, millions, millions more U.S. homes are at risk of flooding than previously known. Oh, no. And this is flooding to the, you know... Like roof. really flooding. Really flooding. Like bull shows. This is brand Shatter new... Rock, yeah. Brand new analysis hmm. saying that more U.S. homes are at risk for flooding. Why is this? Climate change. Yeah. that They actually say that on the CNN article. This is due it's to getting, climate change. It's getting warmer, yeah. That there are more, millions <laughs> more U.S. homes are at risk wow. of, of uh, a, a catastrophe of flooding than in the past. Wow. Think wow. People are going to flood in the future uh, that have never flooded before. And I think we're already seeing some of that. 
to some extent. Now, are you alluding to like coastlines? Are you alluding to just waterways or all across America? All across America. All across America. Really? Yes. Interesting. Uh, Across the U.S. Okay. The actual article from CNN says across the entire United States. Wow. Are more apt to flood than in years past. Okay. Due to climate change. So I can see, now I've seen some uh, of that come. I've seen places flood in the past five years. That have never flooded before. Now, yeah, some places been, yeah. in the past, you know, dams have been built. Like here in Branson, they've built dams. They built Table Rock. They've built uh, Power Site, which Power Site was built in 1913. Yeah, it's been around. But uh, Table Rock was built in 19, well, the late 1950s. Okay. Bull Shoals about the same time. They built those for flood control. Mm-hmm. And that's not exactly what they're talking about. They're talking about. Rivers and streams and places along the Mississippi from from Minnesota down to New Orleans. Really, you know they'll okay. the, that'll you know you see stories about flooding along the Mississippi coming out. You know every five years or so, especially uh, you get a lot of flooding on snow melts uh, in the spring in Colorado. Definitely, yes. I mean all yeah. Because they get snow at the higher elevation, and it warms up, and then you get, yeah. But in the past 10 years, you've seen a lot of flooding in St. Louis and down south on the Mississippi. And they're expecting more of that in the next 10 years or so. Really? So it's something to watch out for. And and I believe what they're saying in this article, that it could happen at, a, at an accelerated you know rate, that flooding is more likely to occur that's my this is my belief and is my personal you know how I feel I don't know how you feel but the way things are going I think that I I look at Branson and since I've lived here I've lived here for since 2006 so well, 14 years or so and we've had 100 year floods three or four times in the past 14 years in Branson right. Yeah, and it, it's been proven, they've talked about this before, of if the actual global temperature is warmer, you get more updraft, you get more agitated. Oh, what, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I, I mean, because if you have an engine like, like a hurricane, you have an engine, right. you have the updraft, and you have all this stuff going on. Well, there's more activity developing because of the higher temperatures, even though it's a slight... But any change to that thermodynamic structure is going to increase. Therefore, I mean, that I'm just talking out of my head right now, but that's going to increase thunderstorm development. That's going to increase well, flooding exactly. development, and, snow, and, and, anything. It doesn't have to be thunderstorms. It's almost a yearly thing where the National Weather Service or the, uh, the, the they, they say that we're, we've set a new record for the year for heat or how hot we've been. Right. Yeah. 2010. And it could be yeah. just minimal. Yeah. Yeah. Minimal. Yeah, we're talking one small. or two degrees. Or or portions. Even if that. Yeah. Just portions of but it. Even. How much difference that makes. Oh, on a global scale, oh my gosh, yes. Yes. But the way we're headed, it's just gonna get worse. 
Well, I mean, and we're going to see more of that. Even, uh, and it doesn't have to be in the U.S. Even over in India, even over in the Middle right, East, right, right, and right. in China, and every place is going. I well, don't know, and that's something that we have to watch out for when we're not inundated with Saharan dust, <laughs> right? With that, those those uh, tropical storms that come from tropical storm to uh, category five in. 36 to 24 yeah. to 36 hours, which yeah. we've had, and I expect that to happen again come September. Yeah. So. Well, now last year we, we kind of took a little break in we July, did. right? We so, did. I mean, there's nothing we had out some there. Saharan now. dust, but nothing like we had this year. Yeah. Well, this one plume. I mean, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think the, the Godzilla plume is coming I expect it to really start picking up in mid July. And uh, probably. August. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Because September is, I think, Technically, the peak of hurricane season. August, the last last week of August, August twenty third to September. Yeah. Okay, that's the kind of the peak. Yeah, I imagine it's it's going to. Yeah, I totally believe that's going to happen. But right now, there's nothing, and it's that, well, it's kind of like what's going to happen last time. And didn't you say on the last podcast or whatever that that uh, these agencies, the hurricane prediction agencies, have way upped their well, they They're have things. not only you know the National Hurricane Center, but Colorado State University. Colorado, and yeah. There's another one. There's one in Florida Pennsylvania or, or Pennsylvania. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Pennsylvania you know, places you wouldn't normally associate with tropical systems. <laughs> right, right, are the go-to agencies for for that data, but they they all are expecting an above a well above average hurricane season. Definitely something to watch. I mean, and, it's, and, and yeah. it would have been even more so if it wasn't for this plume that came through and and yeah. and, and, and kind of kind of squashed everything. Now, 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 now they say these plumes come through every year. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it does happen, every and year. it definitely but, happened last but year. But it's the magnitude. We're not. This, this was, was the biggest one. magnitude. This was a right? big one. They say, and there's still stuff down there. I mean, it, it, right. I saw something. What yesterday they were saying? You know, they're still detecting some dust, but it's not like major, nothing like that. It's so. more like what we had last year, yeah. but it still squashed the right. hurricane <laughs> development for a while. Right. We had that little tropical storm Dolly up near uh-huh. Canada last. Oh yeah, that week. was like okay. But, you know, we didn't get our D storm last year until September. Mm. But we still had an active, once September hit, we had an act, very active Oh yeah, tropical you know, the, well, then it got season just last nuts. year. It got totally nuts after that. It wasn't a slow season whatsoever. Once we hit September, we just went boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and, and then we had six at one time well, out there. It's like, I holy that, crap. I think that's going to happen again. <laughs> I think it is, too, because everybody's getting all excited about... <laughs> just excited about, you know, it's going to be worse this year. I mean, like you said, if we just get that Saharan dust out of the way. Well, you know, the ocean temperatures are up up there. Oh, yeah. They're up there oh, yeah. where they need to be to support a tropical system. Which and is why that one in the Gulf of Mexico, uh, but in the Atlantic. Cristobal, like with Cristobal. Right. I mean, it, it, it kind of came up. It held together. It didn't get really strong, but it held together. Then we had that coming up here, which, you know, any tropical system that comes on board... Is going to drop a lot of rain too. So right. I mean, Cristobal came right up over us and then went out. Oh, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll keep checking every year. Okay, I think it's time to get to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. 
And this week's Stormdar Weather Word of the Week is actually a phrase. And since Shara is not here, we're going to toss it to Corey. What is our weather phrase of the week? It's green flash. Whoa, that just pierced my ears. Yeah, it's a little loud. <laughs> green okay, flash. Turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The green flash. The green flash and the green ray. Ooh. That sounds weird. The green ray. Ooh, I know. It's like a laser. Well, yeah. Anyway, they are meteorological optical phenomena that can that sometimes occur transiently around the moment of sunset or sunrise. Those are a lot of big words. <laughs> yeah. When the conditions are right, a distinct green spot. Is briefly visible above the upper rim of the sun's disk. The green appearance usually lasts for no more than two seconds. Now, I've never seen that. Have oh, you? Oh, I, I've, I haven't seen it live, but I've seen it. If you YouTube it, it's really fascinating. It's, two, two seconds. Oh, it's very fast. It, it It's like right when they sunset. And if you watch it, there's tons of videos out there where they've caught it. And then it's like it goes... It's strange. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's called, uh, I mean, green ray, green flash, but it's right on the top because the sun is actually setting over the over the horizon, right. and it gets to a point, and it doesn't happen every night, but it it happens a lot that you got to watch it just right. YouTube it. Not right now, but but yeah, like tonight, it's a green flash. I have seen that before, and I thought, you know, that's really cool, especially with all this cool Saharan dust stuff cool. that we're doing right now. Yeah, so there's another. Uh, I think someday I'm going to post. I want to post the weather words of the week because I haven't repeated any of them, and I've got oh, a big yeah. old spreadsheet that's I like bet. huge. I bet this is episode 125. You wow. know, wow, that's like a 125. That's yeah, like we've done this 125 times. Crazy. Actually, it's 126 because I did episode 99 and a half oh, when yeah, you weren't I here. That. I remember that. I, I, it was just like it was right at New Year's, and I just wanted to give a little thing. So. So we're going to keep it at, at, at 125. So there you go. So Saharan dust. Yeah. You got anything else going on over there? Um, anything no, of interest you it, want to talk it, about? It, we're heading to the dog days. You know what the dog days are? I know what the dog days what are. What are the dog days? Dog days have something August, to do with usually. astronomy. Astronomy. Uh, astronomy. <laughs> astronomy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a constellation or something coming in August. Is that what it is? The dog days? Uh, what is the... Oh. I don't remember exactly. I but forget. We'll look that up in August once we get there. We, we did We did it's this coming. on a podcast like it's years coming. ago. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the dog days of you know, summer. People usually refer to the dog days of the hottest time of the year. And it, well, we're headed to the hottest time of the year when you, after right. the 4th of July. But that's when the August constellation is, happens. Right. <laughs> There's a constellation that people refer to. What is the to. constellation with the dog? I don't remember. I could look well, it up. Well, look it up for next week. Yeah. Okay. I put right that way. Constellation. Yeah. Of the I'm writing this down. So, like dog days. Dog days. Okay. So, I'm sure all my pod, our podcast listeners are want me to do that. So, I bet they are. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow, we have a very informative podcast. Yeah. I bet Shara's really wanting to Maybe next week she'll come she back. She misses and, being here. For sure. Oh, I tell you. Well, I mean, uh, Garen, uh, when's Garen coming back? Uh, for the, well, After we're going to go get him around the 4th. 
ish. Well, but we'll do this next Wednesday. So yeah, we'll it'll be back by then. Well, good. Well, if you don't got anything else, we probably better wrap this thing up. No, I'm good. Okay, well, be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdart Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.